the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial. It's always good when the microphone is on. And it's on. It's on like Donkey Kong, so to speak. 800-516-1220. Calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. We can talk about the markets. The weekend news. The fact that we are in the most exciting, wonderful part of earnings season. Lots going on. Um, Markets are up. I saw a couple little pieces here and there that are the reasons why we're moving slightly higher. When I say the market's up, I should be cautious because I don't want to make it sound like it's too good. Um, but it's, it's, it's good. SP 500 is on track to extend its two week advance. Although, like I said, Apple got some love and a nice upgrade. I own shares of Apple. But Boeing, on the other hand, the upgrade was at Raymond James, by the way, on Apple, to price target of $280. But Boeing, on the other hand, and Brexit kind of are the downers. Some of last week's earnings-driven momentum carried over into the positives. And again, Boeing, there's some calls. Ralph Nader had a grandniece or something along those lines die in one of the 737 flights. 737 Max, and he's like, everyone should be replaced on the board, including the CEO. He's an activist, and that doesn't go over... That goes over heavy. That doesn't go over lightly. Some people completely agree with him. I probably shouldn't have done a craggy old man's voice, because that makes me sound like I'm disagreeing with him, but... Boeing's not out of the woods yet. A little bit more data is still kind of creeping out here and there. About... Were the employees pressured to overlook safety? Why was safety overlooked? I always have big questions. Like, there's an opioid settlement today with four major drug companies involving, I believe, just one state. But it's it's a settlement, nonetheless. I always have a problem with who do we blame here? And last week when Elizabeth Warren said one of the CEOs of a drug company should be put in jail for the opioid crisis... I thought it kind of, to me, it misses my point. And again, the world's not about me, but I do a show about the world of me. I found it kind of odd to go after CEO, and why not go after the FDA or the government agency who approved the drugs? Now the FAA is giving pushback to Boeing. But why didn't they get it right the first time? Was it too much... In both cases, was it too much government and politicians hobnobbing with CEOs? Oh, yeah, thanks so much. It's so nice to meet you. It's, we're going to get your plane certified. Um, 
to me, there's some other people to point blame at. With the opioid crisis, and again, I know nothing about this. It's tough for me to blame the CEO of a company who was who didn't invent the drug, but was in the process of formulating it and putting it together for um, resale. Put it in a box and making it, send it all out. But this is a big earnings week. Oh, we do have a little bit on Brexit. Um, do you want to hear a surprise? Another request for another extension. Everyone wants this to end October 31st. And why not? It's Halloween. Spooky. Today we get earnings, not today, but this week we get earnings from United Technologies, big industrial equipment company, Procter & Gamble, big consumer goods company. I like Procter & Gamble because so many of their products in our life. But that's the big question because Warren Buffett kind of got into some trouble himself with that of saying Kraft Heinz, so many of their products are in life and the brands are, you know, perfect. Or no, no, the brands are bulletproof. It's probably the best way of saying that. But we learned the brands weren't bulletproof and millennials don't necessarily like Heinz. Millennials don't necessarily like Kraft Mac and Cheese. Um, and again, we're looking for not where was the source of funding for the last 30 years. We're looking at the source of funding for the next 30. And that's why we use things like millennials as the example. McDonald's has earnings on Tuesday. Bop, 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 bop. Always fascinating to see McDonald's. I kind of see them as the cockroach of the stock market. Good economy. We still like eating 20 nuggets for $5. Bad economy. We still like eating four nuggets for a dollar. Their fries are universal fries from around the world. They basically are the same, right? And then every now and then McDonald's gets kind of spicy and saucy. They come out with new product to try to get more business. Some of it's a hit. Some of it's a miss. Introducing $1 cup of coffee was a nice alternative to the 4 to $5 that you spend at Starbucks. You only have so much money. Your salary can only go so far. Boeing, Caterpillar, and Microsoft report on Wednesday. Looks like Microsoft should be the new tech darling as Netflix has lost a little bit of its luster. You've lost that luster feeling. Lust. Um, yeah, so Netflix is a little on the out, and maybe that's the time to like Netflix when everyone else is like going, eh. Today, Netflix announced a $2 billion note. They're raising $2 billion to make more content. You know what's interesting about Netflix, and tell me if this is you. Just drop me an email, would you? Rob at robblackshow.com. It's Rob at robblackshow.com. What's interesting about Netflix is I go through fits and starts with it. Sometimes I'll watch like three straight comedy specials and then so I binge it and then I'm done. And there's a show I kind of like. I, I binge it and then I'm like, oh, I don't really like that. And I give up on it. There's not a lot that Netflix has created for me that I go, ah, oh, that's great. I'm not a big fan of Stranger Things. I keep wondering where are those kids' parents? Why are those kids walking around and going through teleporters at two in the morning? Not even a joke. Like, it just, the level of suspension of reality. 
Anyway, 3M, Amazon, Intel, and Visa on Thursday. Uh, I like to buy some stocks, and one of my litmus tests on the stock is, do I think the stock will be around so that if I die, my kids can inherit it? I kind of feel okay about Visa. It's a little organizer for taking action on these stocks. Never mentioned on the show. Verizon reports on Friday. Ten-year treasuries up to almost 1.8%. Ah, do you remember the good old days where it was down at 1.5%? Things change fast. 800-516-12. Do I need to get your calls on the air? Peloton is using a lot of music from the 80s now. Like, that's off. Like, they're not, they're cutting their, but they're cutting their costs. And a lot of people are really upset by it. Uh, but a lot of people are ending their, a lot of brokers are ending their period of comment. They're starting to comment on Peloton and a lot of seeing a lot of buy recommendations. I'll be interested where that goes in a couple of years because eh, could be a fad, right? Face, Facebook said it's open to a possible currency peg for its digital currency project, Libra, in the f- face of growing issues and partner pullouts. I've heard politicians and, and financial CEOs say it's dead. It's not going to happen. 800-516-1220. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Media is so confusing in this day and age. It seems that there's a rebuke of almost everything out there. Looking at the China-Trump phase one deal done and complete, turning out not to be done nor complete, is a pretty good example of it. And then today, there's news coming out of China saying that they're seeking $2.4 billion in sanctions against the U.S. In Obama-era case... Well, that's pretty interesting to bring Obama back. I thought he was like uh, all walking dead, you know, put in the zombie case and like, he's back. China seeking $2.4 billion in retaliatory sanctions against the United States for non-compliance with WTO ruling and tariffs case dating to the Obama era. China continued to be the serial offender of WTO's subsidies agreement. The U.S.-China delegation said, again, pointing fingers at each other. I'm not sure this is ever going to get done. <laughs> I'm starting to get that feeling. Uh, I'll tell you, the, the person who might get it done, Trump seems to be stuck. Like, they keep trying to, like, be the last guy to get the last word. It's like the couple that has to say I love you on the way out. They've got fresh love. They've got passion. It's six in the morning. They're both going off to work. And he goes, I love you. She goes, I love you. I love you more. No, no. You can't love me more because I love you infinity. Oh, no. I love you infinity plus. So Trump seems to be backed into a corner at this point in time. Now, flipping gears or flipping ideas and taking a look at other people and, you know, where they are. China seems to be a little stuck, too. Elizabeth Warren is all about American workers' rights and paying for social programs. So I don't think she gives a 
one, two, three about China's workers and a trade deal. She probably wants to make America great again in a, a different way, but I don't know. Again, that's that's the policies. That's politics is not my thing. Um, not my thing at all. J.P. Morgan warns U.S. money market stress is going to get much worse. It's pretty interesting when the cost of money goes so low. The ability for a bank or a brokerage firm to secure it and tell you it's your cash is cash. It's good. Don't worry about it. It gets a little more stressed. J.P. Morgan says the money market stress that sent short-term borrowing rates surging last month is likely to get worse. Despite the Federal Reserve's attempts to inject billions in the financial system. So there's some economic issues that sweep underneath the market that are pretty dull. And I'm more than willing to tell you they're pretty dull. But with that being said, I want to be intelligible about it. Uh, And say that it's out there. If you want to go find it, go find it. It's out there. Ken Fisher. Oh, boy. His world continues to get messy and sloppy. Ever since he repair, uh, compared being a financial planner and getting assets from a client, a relationship started to seducing a woman and the ability to remove clothing from her. Oh, state pension funds are upset and they pulled $1.3 billion out of his funds. Well, that's a good example of, you know, money talks. Good one, too, in my opinion. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Don't be shy with your questions, your thoughts, your issues. Netflix offering $2 billion in debt to fund more original content. Um, you can look at Netflix and go, wow. Look at all this great content they have compared to ABC, NBC, CBS. That content costs money. And as you can see, companies like NBC... With the office of friends. Um, was the office NBC? I believe the office was NBC. Yes. And some of these other legacy programs, like South Park, is being bid on for all of its library. The cost is going to be north of five hundred million. But Apple's like, we can't bid on South Park. We'd love to, but China's kind of banned them. And like, okay, got it, got it, got it. So content, and you look back at South Park and Comedy Central CBS and the, view, the Office and Friends and all these various other shows that are like big legacy hits. Um, maybe maybe some of the media companies who created that, that content actually underpaid for it. Back in the day, we were like, how could you pay Jennifer Aniston a million dollars an episode just because she has great hair? That makes no sense. The new Google phone, Pixel 4, is getting okay, good reviews, but not up to Samsung or Apple. Tickets for Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. You might have watched a little football this weekend, and you've seen commercials all over ESPN for final trailer for Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, go on sale Monday night. Probably right at the halftime where the New England Patriots and the New York Jets were going to get to see the last trailer. Disney is hitting gold. This year they've got 40% of the box office. 
through the first nine months of the year. With that said, it's long anticipated. It kind of wraps everything up. Supposedly there's a satisfying satisfying ending. Um, Star Wars The Force Awakens did really, really well at the box office. $2.06 billion. Star Wars The Last uh, Jedi. They're changing how you say it from Jedi to Jedi. Um, not so good. $1.33 billion? Isn't that great? Not so good. It could have been better. You could have done a little bit more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. We can talk about credit cards. One of the worst, the worst mistake people make with reward credit cards, there's one. Is it not using the points? No. Letting the points expire? No. Is it using the points on stuff to get them even further into debt? Nope. Nearly half, 47% of Americans carry a monthly balance on their credit cards. Of those, 70% say the balance is more than $1,000 on average. Can't win like that. It's terrible. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Because anytime you carry a balance on a reward card... That balance is accruing interest a lot faster than you're getting points. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It is earnings week. Not so much on the front end of the week, but definitely on the back end of the week. So by Thursday, we're going to have a pretty good sign of where things are going. Apple's lifting the stock market after Raymond James up the price target to 280 Boeing drags on the Dow after being downgraded at several brokerage firms. Continued scrutiny of its handling of the 737 MAX. That story's not going away quite yet. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. The streaming TV revolution is going to have winners and losers. As an investor trying to get ahead of shifts, it can be pretty powerful. It can give you outperformance. When Steve Jobs and Apple came up with the iPhone, and you saw Microsoft kind of laugh it off, it if you got in front of that, you did really well. I got in front of it. I did really well. I try to show you trends. And one of them is still the world of Roku and Apple Plus, TV Plus and Disney Plus and ESPN Plus and all this big shift. A friend of mine I was talking to this weekend is like, I'm, I'm going to finally cut cable. And I'm like, why? What's, 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 what's motivating you? And like, it's $300 a month. I'm like, it's not $300 a month. It's $300 a month. You're doing something terribly, terribly wrong because he doesn't even have two good quality boxes that he's renting. He has a good one and a garbage one. That just gives him the basic cable in the second room. Like, have you thought about calling them? It's one of the best things you can do is negotiation. But when he all said and done, his 
entertainment bill plus his internet bill was pretty high. It's like, you should look at cutting the cable. But he, like, it, he's, he's one of the last people, right? Is he one of the last people to understand that this is happening? I started to question some of the financial mis- uh, decisions I made. A couple of years ago, I was all super happy, super proud that, you know, I got all nine, not all nine, but basically nine Star Wars films, if you count the Rogue War one or whatever, for like 80 bucks on sale at Apple. 4K, it's awesome, right? Um, I'll watch those at Thanksgiving, Christmas, holidays. It's good to put on when you're having a party. Just It's a talking point. You turn the volume down kind of thing. And then Disney Plus is be five bucks a month, so I could actually not have spent that money and potentially just got Disney Plus for the party or Disney Plus for the month that I wanted to watch all the movies. So, but I, I'm not questioning my, I was questioning my financial decision, but I wasn't like doubting it yet. Maybe a little doubt coming in. Hmm. One of the stories out there today is ultra-low mortgage rates are heating up real estates in Massachusetts and North Carolina. If you've ever been to Massachusetts and you've ever been to North Carolina, you can't really confuse the two for each other. They're very different. Economies, seasons, uh, labor force. North Carolina is doing well, and it's going to be a lower-priced home, a lower-priced entry point, whereas the entry point for Massachusetts would be typically considerably higher. But it's interesting to note that with a 30-year mortgage rate at 3.69%, the median home value, the median home value for North Carolina is 188200 bucks. Therefore, a mortgage payment would be $865. Woo! Median home value for throughout the United States, $229,600. That's pretty crazy, huh? That won't get you a bedroom. That won't get you a condo, one-bedroom apartment in the Bay Area. Get you a whole house in the United States. Interesting, right? And again, big markets. Um, well, Massachusetts, not so big markets. North Carolina, although North Carolina's got its, its pockets for sure. And the South shall rise again. Oh, did he just say that? Home values are climbing in New Mexico. Home values are climbing in Colorado. Home values are climbing in Massachusetts. It's not the high end. It's typically the low end. One of the stocks that I've liked in the past, and I've told you about in the past, is a company called PetMeds. And it's tied towards our animals, our... our Children now. PetMed Express up 30% toward 11 month high. Active trading income for the quarter was okay. Um, it could have been better. But that's another trend that I continue to want to point you to. Yes, we're taking more pharmaceuticals. That's a trend. Yes, millennials have the most disposable income. Watch what they're spending on. Yes, that's a trend. Still a trend out there is we love our pets and we seem to be spending more and more on them every single year. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Let's do a quick spot with CFP Chad Burton. Now, certified financial planner, Chad Burton. 
Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton, talking all things financial. Mr. Burton, this is a topic that I kind of want to bring up. It's kind of near and dear to me. My mom. She's now in that 80-plus category, and she's losing her mind. She thought someone came into her house and stole her dryer, and it's the same dryer that was there. And you can't talk to her. Like, she's all batty. Um, so I've, that's my mom. Um, she pays some people like $200 to shovel snow. $200 to shovel snow. She's batty. Let's talk a little bit about financial planning and, like, you know, some of these issues that come up as you get older. Because right. you have to put your trust in someone. She's got her trust in, you know, her sons, which she's lucky, you know. But she still does buy some crap on QVC that drives us crazy. Oh, man. I know my, my grandmother, who was in a memory care facility before she passed, had four different subscriptions to Reader's Digest. Two of the normal print okay. and two of the extra large print version that they also will give to seniors okay. that have bad eyes. What is Reader's uh, Digest all about? Yeah, but Have you ever read the short stories in Reader's Digest? I haven't. I remember reading those as a kid all the time because my grandparents always had Digest. I always saw them around the house and I was like, I don't want to read that. Like, I'd look at it. I think the it, short stories are really good. Okay. You would like it. Okay. Being a so author. Senior scams and everything. Yeah. How do we fight it? Um, well, it's, you know, part of the communication of even having a long-term care plan, especially now that long-term care insurance is so expensive and most yeah. people that are over 70 can't get it anyway, um, is having that family discussion who's going to be responsible for it. Yeah. And doing a family identity theft protection service is very important too. Okay. Why so is that? part of, well, because it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when, um, I had an insurance agent mail me a document, email me a document regarding a client situation. Yeah. That document had the social security number of both my clients and the social security numbers of their children on the document by email, no encryption. I don't know what email server this guy uses. I don't know if they have you know firewalls and things like that. And I chewed him out. I said, don't ever email these documents again. Yeah. You chewed um, me out about passwords. Yeah. Chad and, uses crazy passwords. It's always like ampersand dash two <laughs> underscore capital four. And I was like, I didn't even know there was a capital four for numbers, but there is. Yeah. We have passwords and then the auth anvil where you, you know, have to get, get your phone out and get a, an eight digit code that yeah. changes every time you sign in. Um, our wealth management site does the same thing. So it, it, I think security is important, but it's, it's still going to happen. I think um, one of the things that you kind of said there was you're going to have to work with a family member or someone trusted, mm-hmm. but if you're a family member and you're helping mom with her bills, and long-term care, you need to read those contracts. You need to learn, like, because uh, that's, like, my mom couldn't handle her own long-term care at this point. Right. Uh, and she'd get ripped. She'd, you know, the hospital's not going to read it for her, and the hospital's going to charge her, and then, you know, she's in, she's going to end up paying if she doesn't do it right. The, and there's countless stories, and there are medical bill consultants that are out there, too, which which might be helpful for people that are dealing with big health issues of mom or dad that had a health crisis, but... You know, part of doing a family plan is also realizing that the person that's going to spend the time helping mom with all those situations. Yeah. A lot of times that person might be in a separate state that is looking out saying, oh, well, you know, why are they getting more? The person that helps mom or dad, you know, it's okay to compensate them extra, give them a little bit more because they were there for them. They took the time out of their job or whatever. It's a lot of work. It's very stressful. Now that you mentioned, I know two people who's... Um, siblings hate each other mm-hmm. because he lives right next to mom and doesn't go visit her. And I take care of her and he wants more. Yeah. Um, he wants the house because he thinks he's entitled to it. And I've, I've seen, and there's another one where 
it's just it's just downright nasty and there's legal issues between siblings about who's taking care of mom and how it's being done and why are the finances disappearing right how can people do that chad i don't know but you know if mom and dad are smart enough to compensate a a person for that it needs to be clearly will written in the trust yeah um it's almost better than rather than cutting somebody out of a will is to leave them five thousand dollars right and so you get that and this is all you're getting and be very clear on that than have any ambiguity of oh mom was just losing it when she did the trust so she was going to put me in the trust but she forgot i was existence and then they sue so if you have a financial plan you should discuss the financial plan with your children long before you die my dad died without telling us how much insurance he had policy had recently lapsed died without telling us how much credit card debt he had about sixty thousand. um so while my mom was mourning him i was going through and finding out my dad was a financial disaster yeah. Um, and that's kind of tragic because I should have been mourning him too. And we should have a financial planner like Chad Burton say, guys, sorry about your dad. Everything's covered. We didn't have that. So anyway, that's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Remember last week I talked ever so briefly about the biggest wedding day of the year? Happened to be this past weekend. It's not lost on me that Jennifer Lawrence got married this past weekend. Um, Because I pay a little attention to the entertainment rags. 4.3 million Americans. uh, I guess people. I won't just necessarily say Americans. They attended 34,000 weddings on Saturday. Oh, the business of weddings. There's so much I hate. Like a little piece of cloth to put in front of the veil's face. $700. Oh, I, I, even if I was a traditionalist, I'd say that's price gouging. It's funny. Some of the areas we get price gouging are big life events, right? Think about it. When you have a baby, you're like, wow, I can't believe how much that cost. A car seat's 120 bucks. And then you have to get the stroller, and then you have to get the car seat, then you have to get the carrying case, not the carrying case, the carrier, the carrying case. Let's put the kid in the case and make sure you close it up tight. No, don't do that, people. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pricey. And then death, oh, death is one of the most confusing things in the world. It's an event. It's going to happen to all of us. Hopefully you get some experience at various stages of your life. I got my first major death of my father when I was 24, 23, somewhere in that area. And uh, to this day, I think I understand death better than some of my counterparts who have never experienced loss of a parent. I think it's a pretty, pretty big moment. But it's also a pretty big moment where you're like processing, you're like, Dad wants to be buried in Arlington Cemetery, but we can't get him in there for three weeks. We don't want the body out of the ground for three weeks. It's not that we've got any religious preclusion to uh, keeping the body out of the ground versus getting it in the ground. It's just that it's a pain in the butt. Um, it's time to get on with things at some point. And uh, then you go to the funeral and you're like, what? Hold on, what? The guy that digs the hole, couple thousand bucks. The church, couple thousand bucks. The coffin... Oh, you can go cheap if you want a couple thousand bucks, or you can go high-end, $20,000. It's a life event we have to all power through, and it's you can get a, co- you can get a, a 
coughing at Costco. The only problem is you have to know you're going to die. You don't want to, like, hey, your husband's been killed in a car wreck. Well, I better call Costco before I get to the hospital. So it's an industry that has ways of saving money. You could pre-plan your own funeral. And I get it. I don't want to be in that business. Why not be in a, Why not get someone who can gouge, per se? But the wedding industry is just as bad. And these are all life events. Right? Let's think. Wedding, going to college, getting the dorm rooms up, that's a pretty big life event, right? Buying your first house, that's pretty big. All these are very expensive. Divorce. It doesn't have to be that expensive. We make it that expensive. One of my good friends who is from out of the area... Spent over 100000 on his divorce just so he could win the rights of saying she's crazier than me. Stupid. I was like, he could have got a divorce mediator. Total cost back then would have been $3,000. And just say, hey, we're going to get out of this and we're not going to be mean to each other. In a state like California that's a no-fault state, it doesn't matter if she cheated on you 35 times with your 35 best friends. It doesn't matter. You don't win anything by winning. So let's talk about weddings real quick. What are the big components of a wedding, right? Food, for sure. Music, the venue. Clothes to wear. Gifts. And like the last thing that you're thinking is like, let's keep costs down. You kind of try to keep costs down by the head count. But one of the things that's going on right now is to spend more money on fewer guests. It's a trend. It's an experience. 33,874 couples got married this weekend. 4.3 million will attend weddings. 1.7 million were from out of town, probably flying in or driving in, right? That's a big cost. Oh, here's something that makes me angry. Hulk smash florists. Now, again, I'm not against all florists or caterers or photographers. I think the photographer, what, what I like doing is going with someone who's local to that area and maybe at a community college or college who's studying to be a, a photographer. Give them their first job. The florists, they're going to sell you something that's going to be dead in three days for a premium price. Caterers are going to sell you substandard food for premium pricing. But again, good luck getting a restaurant to deliver that uh, Grubhub to you. I'm sure someone's done that, right? How much money is being spent on wedding planners? Oh! I saw that Jennifer Lawrence had the wedding planner to the celebrities. Remember the day forever. Don't pay for the day forever. $508 million was spent on gifts for the couples. Of the sixteen or 17,000 weddings, about 5,700 were religious or cultural in nature. Some of them were just like, <laughs> let's just say I, I do. Um, when the wedding's over <coughs> and it's been a busy day, there's typically some spending at the bars and the late night snacks. Um, ain't cheap, right? Did I mention the tickets for the Star Wars movie go on sale tonight during halftime? 
What's interesting about that, I looked at the slate of movies for Disney next year and the year after and the year after. Not seeing a lot of uh, uh, easy hits with Pixar. Not seeing anything from Star Wars. And the Avengers world is shifting. A little bit of Spider-Man. But a lot of the second-rate players like Black Widow in the Marvel Universe. Could Disney have a, a problem on its hand a year from now? I always talk about investing thinking a year out. I'll start to think about that in the next couple of days. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Big seminar coming up. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com.